for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the <clears throat> pop culturist PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in the games mini combined for the 299th time. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, apparently next week's 300. Glad I came back for that one. Come check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, <laughs> Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. I totally forgot we were so close to 300. Me too. If you too want to be disappointed by episode 300, you can join us live at twitch.tv slash popculturist. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our <laughs> merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. That's right. Next week is episode 300. I totally forgot until this afternoon. So, uh,. We always like t- today we watched uh, WWE Night of Champions at my house, and it was myself, the uh, the old Popsy intern, Craig the Mullet Show, uh, and we had Dylan and Josh. So it was all the the original three Popsy individuals. Oh, fuck, if I had known Josh was there, I would have come. You didn't oh, tell me Josh was oh, coming. Oh fuck you! Well, he didn't respond yeah. until like twenty minutes before. He's like, still happening. Craig and Dylan. I'm like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so it was yeah it was the, the old the entire old pop uh pop c crew it was awesome and we were chatting he's like how's the show i'm like yeah it's not too bad i think we're on episode we're recording to episode 299 tonight oh, did you tell josh to come back next i week? did like do we wheel him out like the undertaker <laughs> no we watched it at 10 o'clock this morning mgb because screw getting up at three in the morning to watch a wrestling show i mean to be fair i also didn't get out of bed until 12 30 so. yeah yeah <laughs> we'll just wheel we'll just wheel uh josh out every hundred episodes you know what I mean? Why so, not? Yeah. 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 Well, welcome back. So it turns out I can talk for two weeks in a row for about an hour and 30 flat with the no breaks. I'm an insane person. That you, doesn't surprise me at all. You've had two weeks off. How, how's it been? Uh, to be fair, my, my job here on the show is to rein you in and to keep things on track and moving. That's actually <laughs> in very a, true. In a timely fashion. Uh, have I been? It's been it's been a hot two weeks. It has. <laughs> as you can, as, in. Uh, so obviously, uh, I'm now in my new house. So Yay! two weeks ago, Monday, uh, I got the keys to the house, which is why I didn't record Sunday, because Sunday I spent most of my day packing a truck and putting everything together and doing all that crap. And although you helped me at the end of the day, you're like, hey, you good? I'm like, no, man, I'm tired. I'm going to die right now yeah because what essentially happened is you had a bunch of people booked i was hanging out watching fast and the furious you went hey my father-in-law tested positive for covid this morning he was here yesterday all my friends have bailed and i'm like well i'm not gonna fucking bail on you so i wrapped through a mask on went up to your place and helped you move some shit yeah, so that was that was uh, amazing, and then yeah, we got our keys Monday afternoon at like 
three o'clock. So we did our first load at like 4.30 after you finished work. You came and helped me unload. My hand is still fucking killing me from when you slammed it into the wall when you were carrying the couch in. Like, it's just super tender still. Um, and then, yeah, for the for the last two weeks, I've just literally been moving all my shit from one house to another. In one small car? In one small car, because my car's been out of commish yeah. until uh, last weekend. So it's just constant car loads for two weeks. <laughs> oh, mate, I've spent so much money on petrol and... And all that other crap. But we're here now. Everything's done at the old house. I'm now just going to hit them back up for my bond. Mm-hmm. Get all that stuff rolling. But yeah, it's nice to be here. Uh, there's just a bunch of crap in my garage now mm. that I have to slowly sort through. Um, I just spent 20 minutes trying to find my headphones so I could record. Because <laughs> I didn't know where my headphones were. Um, but yeah, we're slowly getting there. But no, it's, it's nice. it's nice being... In my house now. Yeah, it's a, it's a, does it feel different being in your house? Or not yet, maybe? Not, not yet. I don't, uh, I mean, it, it, it's much nicer. Like, it's cool. This house doesn't make like weird fucking noises all the time. And mm. the heat stays in the house. Oh, God. How, oh, <laughs> man. Heat staying like, where it's supposed to. Central heating's also like the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, water pressure is amazing in this house compared to my old house. Mm hmm. There's also someone not living in my backyard, which is cool. That's true. Oh, there was a unit in his backyard, by the way. It wasn't just some dude <laughs> living in his backyard. Definitely some that. dude. Definitely some dude. Yeah, wasn't it like a um, small family crammed in a one-bedroom unit? Nah, so it's just a single dude. It's oh. just, a, just a cash dude. But um, I know when they when they were re- when they were doing inspections, there was a family of five who inspected this one-bedroom unit. Apparently, that's how dire the fucking rental market is at the moment. That's insane. Although in in saying that, uh, I think the house that I was in is has already been leased. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, your house was they, awesome. They 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 jacked the price up by a hundred bucks a week after we left. <laughs> no way. I think we're at like four eighty or four ninety a week now. Oh, Granted, it's a, I mean it's a big place, four bedroom, two bathroom. Like it's, it's not a huge horrible, place. but it, but it needs work done. Oh yeah, it's very old. It's the same very as my old. place. My ha- my house is quite large for what I pay for, but it's also a piece of shit. Um, and then obviously once I moved out here, I did the, all the fun stuff. You know, now that I'm in a new estate, I can get NBN, so I now have a gigabit connection, which is awesome. Bro. But I had to get the NBN people out here again because whoever installed the fucking cable in the house didn't run the test afterwards so the fiber optic cable in the house was broken rad so they had to come out and, and recable it granted it only took tw- it only took 10 minutes it was great um so that's all set up and done now i just need to install a new ether uh, ethernet port mm. in this room that i'm in because there's only one in my entire house and it's down the wrong end of the house yeah see that's the interesting thing like when i when i built the house that i no longer live in um my part because like, i'm you know, partially colorblind. So I remember being like, which kind of cream would you like? I'm like, I don't know. They all look the same. I can't, this one's got blue and this one has yellow in it. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, so the one thing I could contribute because I'm, I'm like stylistically inept. I was like, I'm going to make sure every room has, you know, networking and PowerPoints and my, I did all the electrical. That was my job. So I've, I've got a friend who is going to help me run some cable and install some, some network points. Just cool. Yeah. That's good to know. So at the moment, I'm just moving the router after after every use, so there's not a gigantic cable running through the house again, like in the old house. 
Look, so, you know, some things never Ma- die, mainly, you know? Oh, mainly, because, mainly, because I, mainly because I fucking refuse to use anything in wireless. Yeah, wireless blows. I hate wireless. The second, <laughs> like, in that old house, like, it really created, like, a, 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 a baseline in me where I refuse wireless. Must be cable. Mm-hmm. Must be cable. And then yesterday, I built Hadley's new trampoline. Oh, yeah. Kids love trampolines, man. Got a big fucking honker in the trampoline. Well, it's 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 weight rated for 150 kilos, so. Oh, we're going on your trampoline. Your boy can jump on it as well, which is awesome. Um, but my poor kid. Have a couple drinks, do some flips. My poor kid is currently sick as fuck, so she can't enjoy her trampoline. I can. She's got like a fucking snotty. It's like a running tap. It's gross. Gross. She she yeah a (laughs) trampoline. Says, I was lying on the couch it? earlier this afternoon and she just comes up to me and goes and fucking sneezes all over uh, my face. Kids are gross, man. Kids are gross. But other than that, yeah, it's it's been a crazy two weeks apart from the fucking back and forward constantly. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Glad to glad to finally be here. Glad to be back. I've missed this. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like how you kind of have that time away. You go, even though like, you know, we kind of just talk to like no one really. Like we have a handful of people that are awesome. Like everyone that's here in the, ch- in the chat now and those of you that are listening, like we're very aware of our small audience, but like, it's fun. And I, and I do, like I genuinely miss it when we don't do it. Yeah. Like those, that, that like break over Christmas was like, oh, you know. It's also a time for us to hang out. Yes, yeah, like, true. Because we don't, we don't often do it. No, and now you live further away <laughs> again. We like, and you're always like, hey, man, come come watch this. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, you live down the road from me. We barely hung out. Like, and this was the same with Josh, with Josh. Like, the, the greatest thing about this is it's an easy way to hang out. Yeah. And talk smack and have fun and play cool games. Speaking of playing cool games, what oh, have you Oh, before we do that, playing? I'm going to talk about what my fucking last oh, two Oh, yeah, have what been. have you been doing? Oh, you've, you've hmm, had a pretty yes, easy week, too. Hmm, hi. Uh, look, so as, we, <laughs> as we know, we discussed before about my job situation. Uh, well, I have a new job now. I kind of touched upon it last week, but I couldn't because I, I couldn't really lock anything down at the, at the time. But Male stripper. That's correct. I have a male stripper now. <laughs> It's a very specific niche market. There's not a lot of... In- just like the pop culturist, there's not a lot of people in it. There's not a lot of money in it. <laughs> no. So uh, on Friday that just went, I uh, finished up my time at Genu Gamer. So for those that may not know, Genu Gamer was a series of programs that you that assisted youth and young adults help understand themselves and the world around them by using video games or gaming hobbies. Uh, it's a program that myself and my uh, very important friend Paris Conti created just shy of five years ago. Um, yeah, so as we talked about, you know, with some restructures happening in Gen U, it was brought to my attention that my role was likely to be made redundant. So we had conversations around that and we got to where we are today. So during that time, um, you know, the redundancy was on the table, off the table, on the table, off the table. It was absolute chaos. But I still sought other jobs. And that's fine. But thankfully, Gen U and I came to a pretty good agreement. Um, so yeah, hence I finished up yesterday so as of i've got two weeks off which i cannot wait to utterly misuse uh and then come june 13th i will officially be the community and content manager for the man shake so that's the meal replacement shake that i use to lose 40 kilos 30 percent of my body weight 
uh, in about 18 months. So all that time that I spent on this show hustling for the manshake, all the time that I spent annoying people on my social media about, look at my weight loss. Well, guess what? Now it's my actual job. <laughs> right. Now you get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't, but I don't have to do it through my account anymore. I can do it through their own account, which is exciting. Which is That's exciting. awesome, man. But yeah, it was really cool. So uh, it was an ad that uh, they dropped the, the the ad in the community group like a couple of weeks ago. And at the time it was like, oh, you know, in office only in Sydney. I was like, oh, well, that's lame. And I literally commented on it. Well, oh, Sydney. Oh. So I left it. And about two weeks later, they comment on it going, hey, Ryan, it's now hybrid. Check it out. So I went, oh, okay. And then coincidentally, all this stuff with Gen U happened. So I was like, I'll submit my application see what happens crickets quiet i was like oh well maybe i didn't get it that's all right maybe they wanted someone with more experience so yeah i'm in the community i know the product but it's not the same a little bit later i at this point i'd already been offered another job with another company um and i had accepted it but it was like staggeringly less pay great job like great industry and i really wish i could have taken up the job but the 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 pay was a big hesitant um that was the major thing and then with all the, the to and fro with what was going on at Gen U was really tough to commit to it. So, um, but I was ready to go. I had my, I was typing up my resignation because it's what I had to do. Top up my resignation. Then I get a phone call from the manshake. So at this point, I'd already had my interview. I had one interview and they were essentially implying that it was going to be like a four stage thing. I actually talked PlayStation during it too. It was fucking awesome because we're talking about like, you know, how to humanize a brand because they were like, what's some of the problems that you think the manshake has? I said, I'm, look, it's lost a lot of its human. Like, it's, it's, it's human. Its humanity is gone. Like, you had Adam McDougall as the owner of the company, the face of the company. When the company got sold to it, a big part of it got sold to an investment firm, he stepped away. And as a result, the ambassadors like myself and the others at the time, we kind of weren't able to get as involved as we were before. So it lost a lot of its humanity. Like, those faces of the brand stepped away. So I was explaining to them, I literally used the example of like 2007 PlayStation with like, if you're in the know, if you know PlayStation, like, you know, Sean Layden, Shuhei Yoshida, Gio Corsi, Jackie T, you know, like Adam Boys, like these are the names of people that know. And that's what humanizes the brand in the same way that when you think of Apple, you, you know, you used to think of Steve Jobs. When you think of Microsoft, you think of Bill Gates, you don't think of the company, you think of the individual and if they like that individual, you're more open to reconsidering some of their shortcomings or more open to celebrate their wins. So I, I was fascinated. Like I could see them as I talked about all these, you know, old faces of PlayStation. I saw them just glaze over. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, I won't talk about Jim Ryan. So I don't think they might, they might be a bit too deep, but, but yes, that's exciting. So it is a, it is work from home. Um, as the office is based in Sydney. However, like once every three weeks, every four weeks, I'll have to fly to Sydney, um, which is exciting because I live right near, near Avalon Airport. Um, I purchased a, a, a new travel bag for my PS5 on Amazon on Friday. So I'm all ready to go, to go, uh, you know, because got, we've got all these games we have to play, Max. I have to be able to play them on, on the road. And that, the, the cube thingy isn't out yet. And it's entirely streaming based. Not happening. What happened then? So I had to find a way to, to cut my PlayStation up to Sydney. But yes, yeah, so I've got two weeks off. 
I really don't know what to do with it. I have a I have a plan to sort of jazz up the behind me a little bit, even though you guys can't really see it anyway. I just want to like try re try recreate my old studio a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to paint some minis. I might sleep. Oh, I'm going to sleep so hard. Uh, tomorrow, like I'm recording commentary for a wrestling po wrestling show for the first time with Jem. And I, before the show started, I got a message from her and someone's asked me to go do a show in July on comms. Everything's coming up Millhouse right now, man. Things aren't that bad. Like, you know, as we just, I'm going to sit here and talk about how good I am for a moment. It's fascinating how, because you know how we, like, I know we talked about this a while ago, right? When, when all my sort of shit hit the fan and I had, and I was put into a position where I had to reconsider my life and, and reflect on who I am and what I want the future to be for me and, and how I don't want to be this, the person that I was. And I want to go on this path, path of, of betterment or self-betterment. Especially over these last couple of weeks. I think I'm doing it. Like I'm responding better to all these horrible things that are happening. You know, what not horrible, like stress inducing things in my life. But I handled them with, you know, with, with good, with logic, with like with, with reasonable emotion, you know, like it's, you know, everything that I've sought out to do to be the better person that I want to be making it happen. It's exciting. It's scary, but it's exciting. Like this, this new job is, I'm fucking shitting myself, but I'm also really excited. Because mm. like it's like even though my my day job for the last five years is literally an adult job, the fact that I have to like hike into state and they're happy to pay for me to fly and pay for my com, it feels really adult. It feels like specialty. You know what I mean? It feels like holy shit, I have value. And this company sees it enough to fund this for me. As someone who has like crippling self-esteem issues and apps, you wouldn't think so, but an absolute lack of self-confidence to be in that position is insane. Mm -hmm. And I can't, like it's, yes, it's horrifying when, when that bad part of my brain wants to question it. But the other, my, my new brain now, my new medicated therapy supported brain, it's like, Dude, this is going to be a risk, but this may be one of the best risks you ever take. Give it a burl. What's the worst that could happen? And I left and I left Gen U on really good terms. Like old me would have wanted to burn all the bridges on the way out. Not anymore. I'm very happy with the person I'm becoming. Or I have become. It's very good. Very, very good. It's about games though. I haven't played. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's. <clears throat> I'll kick things off, I guess. Um, I've been dabbling in Lego 2K Ooh, Drive. That reminds me. Hang on. Massive shout out to the team over at 2K Australia for sending me this. Hey, how cool is this? Cool little press kit for Lego 2K Drive. Um,. So what, what's your thoughts on the game, Max? Now, don't be biased by the fact that they sent us a box. Uh, they sent you a box. That's true. They didn't send <laughs> So don't believe me. Believe Max. Uh, I was playing this with my daughter the other day. Now, she obviously doesn't play. She's she's three years old. She's just like, she likes watching me drive around. The game is just 
dumb fun. It's so good, eh? It's it's that it's that mixture of it's got that like fake open world of Horizon, uh, Forza, Forza Horizon, Horizon not, yeah. not not Horizon, Forza Horizon, mixed with Mario Kart racing. Yes, that's the exact assessment that I said like what oh, last week, the week before, and it's so much fun. Hmm. Now it's definitely a kids' game because the game's not difficult whatsoever. Um, you can actively not try to win these races, and you'll 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 podium finish. Yeah, the rubber banding is kind of fucked, good and bad. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but it's just fun so like you know it has it has like a, a you know one of the one of the main mechanics is that that boost function in the game so you twin to, on my car that I'm using at the moment twin rockets come out and I fucking zoom to get boost meter back you can drift like similar to that in Mario Kart or you can just straight up just fucking smash into shit mm-hmm. and you get lego bricks which gives you more boost and health so and yeah and health so it doesn't it incentivizes you to drive a little bit more recklessly than you otherwise would in any other racing game mm-hmm. because you don't get penalized for leaving the race course. You kind of, you do get a bonus. Now, granted, most of the time you leave the, the race course, it does slow your car down visibly, but you there is a dedicated button where you can just jump, similar to that in Mario Kart. But if you jump and boost, you can jump over most gaps or any unfriendly terrain that slows you down and you get the boost by going on that unfriendly ter- terrain anyway. Yep. So it, most of the time, it is a win-win. Most of those things are you're like, I think I can make that jump, you can probably make that jump. Mm-hmm. Now, apart from just the races, you do have those little kind of mini-games similar to that of Forza Horizon where they've got their, like, you know, beat the speed camera or do the sick jump. In this, it's... Um, I did one yesterday that was which was hilarious, and it was defend generators by drifting into into aliens that were <laughs> invading the invading the area so you do these little things and you you, you un- unlock your lego bucks or whatever the currency is i can't i, I think it's lego bucks it could yeah, be something different and you can buy bricks to um pimp out your car because you can design the car how you want it because it is also a lego game mm-hmm. uh, i haven't gone too deep into the building side of it yet uh, i'm just enjoying driving around racing blowing people up it's it is great fun, and it would be really good uh, for younger kids who are just starting out and, and enjoy those games like Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing or any of those kart racer-style games. Lego being a big brand that is very well-known and loved by a lot of people, it's an easy way to get into this genre of gameplay, and it helps that the game is fun. Mm, very much so. Like... So my son has been, spent the better part of the last two days. So he was with me for this weekend. So we spent most of yesterday playing it. He spent most of this morning before we started watching the wrestling. And then he played it for a little bit afterwards. Um, and one of the big things that I noticed, and I touched upon this when we talked about this last week and the week before, is the game has this incredible thing where it's you can you feel that you can always be in motion. So when you've got a car or a vehicle, I should say, that can transport between, uh, transform, I should say, between on-road, off-road and water, like you feel wherever you go, you're fine. You're not going to slow down. And then because, as you mentioned, the game gives you active benefits from drifting, from running into shit, like you could just go. And like, I pretty pretty sure I saw my kid like not take his finger off the accelerator for about 10 minutes. Just... Mm in the free world just going nuts 
it was awesome and then we jumped into some races and stuff as well and you know because he's what six you know going on seven so like he's still getting the hang of it and he himself is you know as we talked recently he's been diagnosed with erda herda himself he's with the adhd so it was really cool to sort of see him work on the game today and when he was being medicated because it allowed him to sort of really focus and have that self ambition self ambition um in that you know he gave a race a go came eighth and normally he'd be like, this is fucked. I want to, he's, he's six, we didn't say fucked. He, he may have, you know, he's like, I won't do it anymore. I'm done. But then watch him go, I'm like, hey, try again. He goes, all right. So he tries, gets sixth, tries again, gets fourth, and then third, and then two, and then first, and then first, and then first, and then first. You know what I mean? And it was, it was really sort of great watching him actively get better at the game, not just because of his, of his brain, but because he was trying and he was learning the game in terms of like, we were just talking about how, hey, don't boost into a corner. You drift and then you boost out of it and that will give you your like your big go into the straight. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Sort of watching those like cog kick, you know, click over. He's oh yeah, cool. You know, and the rubber banding is fucked in that like you really should have an incredible lead. Joke's on you out of nowhere. Someone's back. Like, I, I, I mean, it, it, it has the same benefit of similar to the Mario Kart that you, the further down the list you are, the better the items yeah. and weapons you get in, in the race. So it's, it's detrimental. But I still to feel like that you can get a substantial lead in Mario Kart. Yeah. Where here it's like, I've cleared the path. I've blown apart everyone in front of me. <laughs> How were they there? Like every win feels like a just win, not a clear win. Hmm. At least for me, what I'm finding. Um, but that's just that's just thing. But other, overall, I still think the game's fantastic. I haven't dived into the the car building yet because for me, I'm like, ooh, it's daunting. It's a little too meticulous because it's like you can build it brick by brick. I'm like, oh no, I only like mm-hmm. building Lego sets because they come with instructions. Is there no instructions? Oh my god, you know, but. The game's great. It's bright. It's colorful. It's stupid. And my son is getting a real big kick out of it. And that's exact. Like as a dad, and I'm sure you can understand this. Like if I get, if I can share one of my greatest hobbies, one of the things I love most in this world, apart from him, with him, absolute win. Like today mm-hmm. we played games, we watched wrestling, we did some drawing, we did some, you know, coloring in. Like we had an app and we watched a movie that he was really excited for. And then like it's, be able to share my shit with my son is, is is there's nothing in the world like it and the fact that he's like you know this game's amazing I'm like yeah it is bud it's awesome what have you been playing i'm just i'm just casually looking across across to this screen so i can see what was in my recent recent playlist i have been playing the street fighter 6 demo oh yeah um that's well, like, that, come, that comes out this week yeah holy shit um, so I've been playing the world tour mode, mm-hmm. created, created a, a hilarious character and, uh, did the first few little introduction things. So this, this is their take on the story mode mm. that, you know, a lot of other fighters have been doing for quite some time. Street fighters like, Hey, like, uh, it. was it Dragon Ball burst limit was one of the ones where you could make your own character. You could have exist within the world and you wander on around and yeah. I think Mortal, one of the earlier Mortal Kombat's did it, mm. where you could create a character. Was um, it or something else? Xenoverse, Budokai, one of the one of them. There's been so many Dragon Ball Z fighting. I know Park. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, I made a character, jumped in, and there's just 
this over the top flamboyant woman that you speak to at the very start of the game. She's like, hey, I'm way fucking stronger than you. How about you go beat up some random fools on the street and come back, come talk to me when you get stronger? I'm like, okay. So you get put in this 3D space and you walk around and it's just, if you want to fight someone, you just hit square instead of X to talk to them. And then all of a sudden there's like, all right, let's fucking go. They drop all their shit and you're fighting on the street, like some kind of like, street some, fighter. Like some sort of street fighter, yeah. Some kind awesome. of street fighter. So like I, I beat up this woman with her groceries. That was that was cool. <laughs> and then the next person absolutely demolished me because it turns out, and I didn't notice this at the time, right above their names, they have what level they are. Yeah. And I just got I just got my absolute shit kicked in by a guy that was level five. And I didn't realize it. What level were you? I was one, because I, I only won one fight, so I just got absolutely stomped, and I'm like, okay. I mean, they're, they're NPCs, yeah? Yeah, they're just NPCs, so they're just, they're just random character models, they're not, like, named characters from the, the, the previous Street Fighter titles. Mm-hmm. So, um, you and I got to play this at PAX last year. The game is still incredibly Does tight. it look better? Because, like, we it's, noticed a bit, a bit of, like, anti-aliasing stuff it, in the back. It does, it does look better. A bit of um, anti-aliasing, what's it called? It's still, it's still very, very bright. Ooh, that's good. Um, compared to what... Because, obviously, my, my go-to fighting game has always been Mortal Kombat, which is very dark, comparatively. Um... Character models look fantastic. The fighting is oh, a lot Reverend Park comes in Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Yeah. And Soul Calibur 3. Oh, God, I love it. Soul Blade on PS1. Like, that was a series I was into so hard. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot faster paced than I remember Street Fighter ever being. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because I haven't been... Street Fighter's always been those, fast, I find. One of those... Because I think the last Street Fighter I played was literally like fucking Super Street Fighter 2 on SNES. Like... I fell off Street Fighter hard Damn. when Mortal Kombat became my, my go-to. But this has got me excited. This year alone for fighting games, assuming that both Tekken and Mortal Kombat come out this year, this is a really, really good year for the genre. And so far, Street Fighter is setting the bar high, in my opinion, for what's to come. <sighs> yeah, so, look, I'm, 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 I'm very I, much looking forward to the full release. I haven't jumped into it because I'm not a Street Fighter guy. I've always been a Tekken guy. I am keen to give it a burl, and like, well, I've expressed my stance on Mortal Kombat on here before, so I'm not really excited for the new one. But give me some, give me some hot Tekken action. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah, <laughs> ooh yeah. yeah. Well, I myself, I've been playing a lot more of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, so I'm a lot further in that now than I was before. Game is still great. Um, I think there's been a couple patch patches since because. I'm having none of the... It all, all just happens to be the world that I'm on. None of the performance issues that I had before. Screen tearing is down. Uh, you know, those frame hitches are just sort of not there. It's it's running fantastically. I'm really getting a kick out of it. It's tons of fun. I, like, I, I a couple, you know, X amount of hours ago, I got, got the cross guard, so I now have the, you know, the Claymore, fucking uh, Kylo Ren saber. I can now, like, four stash. I can do a bunch of cool shit. It's exciting nice stories better uh, it's a lot darker and heavier than like fallen order was um starting to rebuild on my you know my cast um the uh, 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 um, my bar my little saloon is doing well um i now have a really cool garden i'm finding little seeds every i'm having a ball the game is really cool of course you're enjoying it because it's got farming <laughs> uh, speaking of farming 
New season of Dia- uh, Diablo 2. New season of Destiny 2 launched this week. Oh, man, so dude. I'm, I'm, All right. I'm back on my Destiny 2 farm. Do you want to quickly gush about the PlayStation crossover? Holy shit, by the way. So they announced over the last week these PlayStation-themed skins for the characters, like the 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 Warlock is the... You, you know the classes. Okay. So Titan has been given the God of War treatment. Yes. Hunters have been given the Horizon treatment. And Warlocks have been given the Ghost of Tsushima treatment. Them alone. Very similar to me almost playing Fortnite because of those skins. It's almost having the same effect here. Like fucking $20 skins too. They're so expensive. Wait, each? Yeah. I don't think you can buy them as a single pack. I think they're, I think they're each, yeah. Well, look, there's a higher I mean, chance of me playing I mean, Destiny than there is of me playing Fortnite. I mean, so spending the money on the, on the Destiny skins. I don't skins. fucking play Titan whatsoever, so Titan can go jump. Yeah, but it's the God of War one. Yeah, I know. I might just buy them for funsies. <laughs> anyway, so I, I dove back in. So this this is the season of the deep. Oh, so we are back on Titan. Um, we the tit- Titan as a as a location got uh, fucking sunsetted. What feels like thirty years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and we're back. Um, it's we're going deep into the oceans of Titan. So there's bullshit areas where you have to fucking um oh yeah i should yeah puck just reminded me in the chat ghosts and sparrows are themed after the last of us so if you pull out your ghost it makes a fucking clicker sound because it's a clicker ghost oh my god i have to play destiny 2 i'm such a mark for this shit uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, oh my, can I email someone? Like, what? What can I do? I I need I- <laughs> this, Max. I needs it. We're gonna do. Yeah. So I, I haven't played too much. I've just who I've, fucking I've- cares about the about what's going on in the latest <laughs> season update? It's the skins, mate. The new dungeon dropped on Friday, and I still haven't done it. I'm actually hoping to uh, hoping to do it after this show. Oh, okay. I was planning on doing it last night, but uh, I missed a message. And then by the time I received the message and saw it, he's like, ah, it's too late now. I'm just like, fuck you. Then I'll watch Quantum Mania, which was a disappointment. Oh, what a poo film, by the way. <laughs> so bad. So like, like, it's some parts are really good and then some of it's just poo. I mean, I, I think my comment was this this in, this this entire movie happened because Janet's a piece of shit and just didn't talk. Yeah. If she just went, look, I smashed Bill Murray once. <laughs> <laughs> We've been fine. Anyway, enough of that. So I've been, I've been playing a little bit of Destiny. I've I've actually been dabbling in a lot of stuff. I I reinstalled Demon Souls. I played that Ooh. a little bit last night until my wife came in to get the fucking shit out of me, and I died to a boss. And I'm like, well, I'm not playing this anymore. <laughs> uh, I re-downloaded um, Elder Scrolls Online because there's a new expansion next week that i'm interested in and it feels like this is a great time to jump back in mm. um i logged in and i'm like apparently i had like fifteen thousand dollars worth of the premium currency just right so, so i just fucking bought a bunch of dlcs that i wasn't missing nice um so that was cool um, i all like the elder scrolls is the one that always i c- consider playing like there are two 
Well, there are three kind of like MMOs that catch my attention, right? There's DC Universe Online, which I haven't gone back to because it, it's not aged very well. It um, has not aged very well at all. No. Well, I think there was rumors not long ago that they were they were rebuilding the engine and they want to. Well, they done it. They did it a like, while ago. They they when they came to next gen, they completely decked it out again. Uh, but it's yeah. cool game mechanic. Like, it, when I back played it back in the day, it's awesome. But things have come a long way since then. Um, yeah. uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic because i like star wars mm. and elder scrolls because i don't like wow because i don't know wow's law i well, know Al- elden Alde- elder, scrolls elder, lore. elder scrolls is cool but it is very daunting oh yeah because there's so much like so because i'm i'm essentially despite the fact that i played it before because i haven't played it in so long it kind of treated me as a new player mm. so i did the tutorial area and then the npc's like where do you want to go do you want to go to Daggerfall? Do you want to go to, over here to Elsewhere? Do you want to go over here to this place? Do you want to go and do this fucking thing? And I'm like, I, I don't know. You make the decision and I'll just fucking do it. Yeah. So like, like for I me, I'd be like, hit, I'll go to where the Khajiit live because that sounds fun. Yeah. It literally hit me with like, here's eight, nine different fucking quest lines you can do. Pick one. I'm like, I, I don't know. You have, that's too much choice. I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, I kind of want to jump in now that you're playing. Yeah, come play. I got a level one character. Let's do this. I'm pretty sure I've said this before. You and I say this a lot. Didn't you say you were playing Destiny again? The like three. No, weeks I downloaded. Ago, but I haven't jumped back in on yet. Um, MGB puts in the chat. Final Fantasy 14 is like the one MMO I'd really want to play. I've played the shit out of that game. I think. Yeah, let me just quickly pull up my Steam list. This is how long I've been playing Final Fantasy Online. Oh no, I have. Way bad on his I have eighteen thousand hours played. And this is my fifth account. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a problem. Final Fantasy XIV was great. Yeah. I played it before it was good. <laughs> yeah, but for you, because once again, like the, I think the, the difference here is you have a connection to that law. You love that I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea. No. no idea. But I think, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing yeah. is like just bits and pieces here and they're still playing dmz dmz is the new game that i'm married to um, i deleted it i literally deleted it off my console we, we have we have found a full proof way to uh a foolproof way to squad up inside to like to find matches with two teams of three so we can make super squads every round now mm. oh you remember you, it you is this so ago. yeah all you need is two pc players to search at the same time uh reverend park you. that is correct uh, he yeah. did say 18,000 hours. Was 1,800 eight, or 18,000? 1,800. Oh, thank Christ. But again, this is my fifth account, so it's probably 1,800 times five. Because you go until you like get cracked out on like uh, uh, yeah, MMO heroin. You go, yeah, I, mean, I have to quit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I quit. The last time I quit was when I had my kid. And I'm like, I can't. I don't have enough. I don't have the time to play this game anymore and still spend a monthly fee on it. Well, I do have two weeks off. I could waste it playing Elder Scrolls. Come play Elder Scrolls with me. Could be fun. Mm. Maybe. 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 Other than, yeah, other than that, is there anything else? Because I've been pretty... Uh, not really. Apart from our standard GM, like our WWE 2K23 GM mode, which we play each and every week. Uh, you I'm better yet? I'm losing at the moment, which is, which is untoward. I... I don't like it, Max. I I can't cut good promos on my friends. 
uh, <laughs> and my and my partner if I'm losing. Makes it very hard. Fair. I'm yeah. like, this is how good I am. Like you're losing. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Nah. That's cool. It. Let's get to the section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, Max, let's just go. Like, do you want to just go straight into the? Nothing, wish- nothing happened this week. No, nah, not much at all. So go straight straight to the quick bits. PlayStation Showcase happened this week on Thursday. I live live reacted to it. That's on the YouTube's now. Uh, we did it here on the Twitch. Uh, let's just go through it now. I did discuss my thoughts on the stream itself, but I have the list here. These are the notes that I took during the showcase, which made me happy because I was talking about this with, with Phoebe, my partner, and I was explaining sort of how, um, how I miss there's a particular, like there was something fun about covering E3 back in the day. You know, all the showcases up in the middle of the night, you know, taking notes, recording pods, reacting, all these things I just truly miss doing. And the reason we don't do it often is because PlayStation is so quiet. So it was kind of like a, you're returning to an old, you know, like an old, an old suit, an old shirt that's super comfortable. And you're, oh, I remember this shirt. Oh, it's so nice. What a nice shirt this is. Um, so it's good to sit here and like take notes and write and, um, before we jump in though, you've watched it all in full, yeah? I watched it with you. I was oh, you did too. Cause you were in the chat. That's right. Um, I guess, do you want to do a little, like without going into specifics, like overall thoughts and then we'll break it down into its parts. It, I've, I've become cynical. It was all you right. Have. It was all right. Now there were a few things that were awesome. Um, there are a few things where they just weren't my cup of tea. There was a lot less first party shit than I expected. Mm-hmm. I expected there to be way more first party stuff than there was. Um, but yeah, it, it was funny. I think I, I think I posted in our chat not long after, but shortly after the, the, um, the showcase, Microsoft were like, Hey, most of these are fucking coming to Xbox too. Yeah. <laughs> they posted, they posted things like, Hey guys, it's this isn't just this isn't just Sony stuff. So it was a shame that a lot of the stuff, like although it's good that it's going everywhere, I was hoping for more first party stuff or some more exclusives. Like this is the first showcase since what the PS Five showcase. Nah, it's the first year in. Okay, so it's it felt a little lackluster. Um, now yeah. there was shit there that we expected. Like we knew that. Final Fantasy was going to show up like it is a big console exclusive for Sony they've been messaging it pretty hard lately it's out in like three weeks yeah, not, even. not not surprising it was there Spides Spood's been there again no brainer if if it is coming out in what October is the rumor mill makes sense for them to show it off now um I was hoping for a Kojima Death Stranding 2 mm. thing um but again, he's also best buds with Keely, so yeah. it's probably yeah, going to be like next at, week. Uh, it's going to be like next yeah. week at Games Fest. But yeah, I was, I think I was just hoping for more first party stuff to be shown. Yeah, um, and I and I agree. Like for me, it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't as like bare as some of like the internet sort of yelling about it, but it, it was fine. And I think. <laughs> A lot of the the issues that I have with it, I'm aware of expectations. But if you oh, yeah. be absolutely quiet for two years and say nothing, and then have and then you 
then you proceed to not pardon me tell us anything past this well, year was, like it article. sets up like they once again like at no point did they say these things were happening so they created a false expectation but by yeah. doing nothing it creates an expectation like we fill that void without going you know if there's an empty room and you go what's all these things in this room what could this it's like schrodinger's box like could it be amazing things in here don't know we have no idea well there was a there was an article i was reading earlier um that goes on to say that um tom henderson from uh, insider gaming Mm -hmm. um who accurately leaked the existence of the their project q handheld was like there's a few trailers and stuff that i've seen that i expected to be at that event that weren't so i wonder what was what could have been there but it's being held off to be part of opening night live yeah look, I, I think fest. we'll see some stuff obviously, that go there obviously but... playstation is still taking part in summer games fest um to a degree so it'll be interesting to see what they held off there to put there yeah because one of the like one of the quotes that they said will blow your balls off none of this blew my like a couple of things made me pop that's most definitely true but like as a showcase it did not blow my balls off at all i'm actually like i'm like i'm overall pretty disappointed and the more i think about the more i go ah but like admittedly there were some things here that they build intrigue if anything but as buddy says in the chats mid af it is most definitely a very mid showcase it felt like state of play plus it was slightly better than a state of play but it was just it wasn't quite there let's jump in let's let's go into the bits and pieces right so it starts off with which i think is genuinely a good place to start because we talked about first party stuff one of the things we've been constantly talking about, like all these new acquisitions, what are they doing? Now we know. So Haven, it's the studio out of Canada, um, helmed by uh, uh, Jade Raymond, previously of Ubisoft. Uh, she's known for her work on Assassin's Creed and uh, Watchdogs in a producer capacity. Well, Fair Games, one word, dollar sign for an S, Fair Game dollar sign looks to be exactly an Ubisoft game. It reads very much like Watch Dogs. It's sort of this based around this idea of like it's a it's a multiplayer live service PvP game where you know it's groups people coming together to take out huge billionaires or whatever. It's payday. It's payday, but I also love payday, so it's fine. What's your what's your thoughts, Max? (laughs) MGB in the chat. This payday like game should be really fun. Um, Yeah, it's fun. It looked alright. It had a, I I enjoyed the look of it aesthetically. It looked good, uh, but again, it this with with games like that, it's made or broken by the people you play with. Like yes. a shit game can be fun if you have the right group with you. Well, uh, most definitely because like I I want to play Payday all the time, and no one ever wanted to play it, and it bummed me out because the the game was fine. It was I, really I, fun. I, I don't like twice. I wasn't a huge fan of yeah. So, look, I think it it certainly looks good. However, it's a complete cinematic trailer. No actual gameplay. So, like, we can't actively get excited about it because this could be complete fucking bullshots. You know what I'm saying? Like, for using an old expression. I'm not, like, I'm excited. But, yeah, it looks like Watch Dogs. And knowing that they've got, like, one of the creative directors... uh, Sorry, one of the individuals on it is was the... um, sort of key visual designer for the likes of Watch Dogs. 
makes sense what comes over here knowing there's based in canada ubisoft montreal right around the corner like a lot of people that came over from ubi to there and with a name like fair game dollar sign like i was listening to a podcast and they were sort of mentioning it's like it has that stupid ass ubisoft naming convention it's like x defiant you know what i mean it's like it's a dumb name fair game dollar sign is a dumb name fair games great idea great name i mean I, look I'll check it out mostly because it's first party and it's part of it. Part of what we do is to give it a burl. And I'm excited. I'm glad to see that we saw the likes of Haven here. I did shock me pretty hard for, to see them open the show. I was like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Um, which is interesting. Then next came out fucking old Jimbo. Old crying. I literally wrote Jimbo. Old crying Jim Ryan came out looking like the, a, a real out of touch dude. Talks about, hey, we're here for a showcase, get excited, things that things happen. Yeah, man. He talks about, oh, things are happening, I'm Jim Ryan, blah, 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 does all the Jim Ryan things. Um, I think, I really don't think Jim Ryan has, like, the personality or screen presence to, like, be up front and center. Uh, yeah, how you doing, fellow kids, says MGB. That's, that's the energy that it felt like. He's like, oh, man, how good are games? Now, look, we discussed this before. Like, I have no issue with Jim Ryan being, like, a business front-facing person right like just because you work in the games industry doesn't mean you need to play games or no games it's a games industry if you have industry or business knowledge it'll actually work in your favor as the industry itself even though it's a weird mix between creative and and like capitalism um having someone that can understand one side and being surrounded by others that know the other side is actually a really good way to run shop and playstation clearly know that because they're doing incredibly well right now you know console sales are moving like a big report came out this week about how many ps plus subscribers there are they're doing gangbusters in a lot of ways which is why it's surprising that this showcase is so subpar in my belief but anyways, next up uh, was Helldivers 2. It's uh, once again made by Arrowhead. It is coming this year, 2023, and it's coming to both PS5 and the PC. So I actually re-downloaded Helldivers this week because I have it, but I've never played it. And I know that the original is a sort of a, you know, 2.5D twin stick shooter, like a brutally hard twin stick shooter, apparently helldivers 2 which we originally knew about from uh the nvidia leaks back in the day uh it looks fascinating because it's now a third person over the shoulder shooter you know playstation's bread and butter um it had a very interesting starship troopers uh energy to it especially because it kind of did like a you know oh hello you know like i'm you're gonna die a lot and we're part of this core and blah 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 blah, blah. and it had, it had like an interesting energy to it and like the mo the video capture that they had at the front like looked fantastic that dude looked as for a moment i had to i hadn't kind of had to do that is this a real dude or is this uh is this a, like a cg man turns out it was a cg cg man but it looked really fun um they didn't like from memory there was it, it kind of looked like you know this is going like bullet sponge and monsters and stuff and look, you know, that might be interesting. It could be interesting. I know that's very much a max thing. Like, obviously, I, I got a kick out of that style of gameplay with the likes of Outriders and The Division. So, it's no reason that Hell, uh, Hell, Hell Divers 2 wouldn't do that as well. But I guess it's a sort of a, a, a give and take thing on that one. Um, 
knowing that there's such a departure from the original game and having not played the original game in a very long time or at all i don't think i've played it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say because i'm unsure i don't believe i've played it so i get that in like dead nations i know they came out around about the same time i know i played some dead nation um but yeah coming across the pc as well which makes sense hence the nvidia leak um this was probably the only major second party exclusive i think on my list on the list but we'll we'll check on with that but now max is still off uh tending to his family so we'll uh, we'll keep moving on forward uh we then saw another gameplay trailer for immortals of avium which is the uh game coming out of ea and ascendant studios it's coming on july 20 2023 so it is more of what we already knew now max and i were very lucky that ea provided us a preview opportunity earlier in the year we watched we watched a bunch of gameplay footage um so a lot of this isn't wasn't really sort of new to us and then they did have that big showcase uh shit about a month or so ago now so eh, cool you know i know max has a big boner for it because he quite likes the idea of sort of like a first person magic shooter um not for me as much i'm gonna give it give it a try but like the field of view seems really close and there's like hands everywhere and there's a lot of movements that kind of that i feel that impede my vision um but you know the ea ea stuff especially you know is interesting it's 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 we'll see how it goes um it's, it's a month away two months away maybe we might see some more the second i get my hands on i'll be able to make a different call uh buddy watson jumps in into add on to hell divers 2 in the chat here on twitch says uh on announcement i rolled my eyes but in the same breath house marks jump from alienation to returnal was amazing and i something i wouldn't have preferred when now that is very true that's very true i do remember when you know house mark did announce they were doing something similar i was like oh oh it's interesting now mind you i you know returnal was just way too hard for me and i enjoyed it until i couldn't um alienation i enjoyed Oh, excuse me. I did quite like Matterfall. That was really fun side scroller. But yeah, it is quite a departure from it. And I would imagine that when you've got the likes of Housemark, you know, with this being a second party exclusive, I would assume that Housemark would be there in some sort of consultory sort of capacity. Sort of be like, hey, these are some things that we did when we transitioned from this to this. And these are the benefits that we saw, these are the disadvantages we saw. Um that's very presumptuous on my part but if you're getting second party support you would imagine that there would be his money and his some um, like physical support uh next up was ghost runner 2 it's coming out on 2023 uh it's published by 505 and developed by one more level i did not play ghost runner 1 um it did look really cool i'm pretty sure i got it as part of a ps plus but it's essentially like an interesting sort of free runner you know like very mirrors edge but cyberpunk with a sword uh they seem to have upped the ante on this one as well by adding uh a motorbike uh you know that was cool <sighs> excuse me but yeah once again i it's mostly because i don't have the reflexes to play a game like this i got my old man energy and i'm as i'm not someone that gets a kick out of like speed running stuff 
I don't have, I just don't have those reaction speeds, right? Uh, buddy in the channel, I got the plats to quicken addictive. Yeah, I imagine like the addictive nature of it, like running those loops every time or because I say loops in that my understanding is that you you will die often because it's a lot of very trial and error sort of platforming. Like, oh, let's give it a bell. Oh, cool. All right, well, let's not try that. Didn't work. Let's try this. Let's try that. And go on and so on. Uh, next up was Phantom Blade Zero. Uh, it's from a Chinese studio called Five Games or S Games. I'm handwriting's disgusting. Pretty sure it's S Games. Um, apparently, Phantom Blade is a mobile series that has now made its way onto consoles in the look of Phantom Blade Zero. It is, to me, it looked like a Soulsborne, um, very, uh, 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 oh, hey, Max. Sorry about that. That's all good, brother. Um, what's Very your thoughts? So we we're just touching on Hellblade 2, but we'll go back. Helldivers 2, what do you think? Yeah, I think I mentioned in the chat um, on the morning, Helldivers was never my thing. It's like the one cooperative game that just didn't tickle my fancy. Um, this looks cool. I'll try it out. Um, but I have a feeling that if it's similar to that of the first one, I doubt it'll tick on me again this time yep immortals of avium still keen still keen that was easy still keen yeah still keen battle mage you serious <laughs> time out ghost runner 2 yeah ghost runner 1 was awesome uh i love the fast-paced action of that game it's like a speedrunner's dream more of the same please <laughs> and we were just touching on uh, Phantom Blade Zero. So as I was saying, it, it has this very like aesthetic of like a Dark Soulsy, very grey, very black and white. But it lo looks like it had a lot of Sekiro influence in that. Like obviously, it's very set in that sort of feudal Japan-y sort of time. There's a dude with a robo arm. Um, it looked flashy and cool, but I really doubt it plays as good as it looks. It was the first thing that we saw that really blew my skirt up. <laughs> um, but yeah uh, for for all the reasons you just said like it does have that that feel of a souls like game um it, it ticks all the boxes for me um my problem with it is i looked at my oh this looks cool and flashy like like but like a lot of these moves i'm like i don't see how that working like it works for the made-up scenario of this trailer yeah but i don't i'm like how would this run in gameplay um, and as I, as I mentioned, it looks like a game I've seen a thousand times before. And I, I, I appreciate, and I love that people really enjoy that Soulsborne aesthetic or Japanese, like Japan samurai aesthetic. I think both are so overdone. Yeah. That if I, if there was any remote interest, it's gone for me. Nah, it's still, it's still, still good for me. One I, that made me nearly. I have a, I have a, I have a think. I, I don't think it would ever overstay its welcome for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I already have a pretty built-in disdain for like samurai thing, mostly because of my f firm stance on weeb culture and my my disgust around the sort of uh, ero almost like uh, 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 eroticization of like samurai culture and like Japanese culture in general, the fetishization of it all. It's like, oh man, the samurai were like ultimate men. I'm like, no, you're just a fucking dork with a neck beard and a sword. Not you, Max. Well, you'd have a sword. 
There's one in my car. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may be one in the garage too. Oh, Never God, mind. Okay. Speaking, of, speaking of swords, though, the next one that made me actually like nearly shit myself for a hot second uh, was Sword of the Sea. So it's from Giant Squid. They're known for uh, the, the individual, the creative director. Sorry, the the artistic director was um, from Giant Squid. So they did uh, Abzu, The Pathless, and uh, the guy did Journey as well. So this game looked exactly like Journey. I was like holy fuck, is this like a sequel to Journey? And then I got, um, I, I, my heart like started beating, beating, beating. And then I went, oh, it's just stylistically like that. That's still cool. It's one of the most beautiful things about Journey was this art style. And then it was backed up by this incredible mechanic-driven storytelling and that you just sort of didn't know. You just had to sort of, you know, gain how it all went down by playing the game and just the world and like this non-spoken connection you would have with, with these players. It was brilliant. And then this really looked to take in a lot of the influence of those three games, whether it be Abzu, the pathless or the journey or journey, because it's got that sort of sand temple aesthetic. And then it went into an underwater sort of thing, which was incredibly Abzu. And the fact that you spend a big hunk of this game, like surfing on a sword that seems to have that endless runner energy of the pathless now you loved the Pathless Max from memory. Uh no, I um I played a little bit of it. Um, I actually played the Pathless through. Um, I played it the most um, the worst possible way to play. Is that the way? It didn't like we I played it, buy I played that it in Apple yet. Arcade. No, so that wasn't the Pathless. That was um because it reminded me of that game. So the Pathless was the was the free runner with the bow and arrow. That was on yeah. PlayStation Plus and it was part of the um, Apple Play thing. Then what's the Apple one I'm Arcade. thinking of then? You're thinking of... I literally just opened, turned the PlayStation to try and fucking work that out, but I don't have it installed at the moment. It is called... Oh... Keep talking. Give me a second. Yeah, because like there it. was one, and then you had to like sk- skate along like bars. Yeah, and so shit. that 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 was like a that that was a mixture of uh like. Um, Shadow of the Colossus mixed with yeah, because um, I, I remember it was when I was living at your house, and I remember like yeah, we yeah. got it it's and you're called... playing it, and I was like, ah, oh, this looks great for you. It's very much not a Ryan game. Yeah, it's called. Let's, let's see if I can find it. It'd be on the Pop C accounts. Pro check your trophies. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing now. I'm there. But yeah, like I thought that was the Pathless. Is that not the Pathless? Well, Solar Ash. Solar ah, Ash. there you go. Well, I changed that plan. Well, no, slightly different. All that like three minutes of conversation there, nothing. Yeah, I played the Pathless on my iPad with a PlayStation controller. Interesting. It wasn't right, a great that's way, the best way to play it. That's a bummer. But anyway, this looks fucking fantastic. Probably got, totally going to play it. Uh, next up was the Talos Principle 2. So the Talos Principle 1 is apparently this pretty cool little puzzle game, very similar to The Witness. Never played it. Looked pretty cool. This one looks fine. Yeah, apparently it's like a like a, a fantastic puzzle game. I never played the first one. In Maybe my I head, should. when I think of the Talos people, I think of Thomas was alone for some reason. I think of that same like narrative. You know, the dude like talking over it. You know, in that lovely British accent sort of thing. That wasn't mm-hmm. British. I don't know the fuck accent that was, but it wasn't that. Um, but yeah, the next one was Never, which was coming out in twenty twenty four. It's a stu- It's a very it's very similar to Akami. 
in terms of its style with this weird deer dog wolf tree hybrid thing and it really was like hey you know how you sometimes feel for animals well this one's dead it felt very artsy felt very much in the same sort of vein as like um seasons which we know the story that came out re- again movie the game that came out recently so it's like well we need to hit our like fancy artsy aesthetic uh game of the show and that was it did it do anything for you nah not at all but yeah it was the team who made gree or gris which i have not played gree was cool i played yeah. that um next up was cat quest pirates of the Caribbean. i scoffed at the name um, apparently, like, the Cat Quest series are, like, a huge thing. They've been around for a yonk. They've been, like, a good... Not not yonks, but a yonk. Just one. This one's coming out in 2024. Like, I know uh, Phoebe shit herself. Because it looks like her... It, like, it looks like my Charlie. She has a cat named Charlie. Looked exactly like it. And, you know. So, that's probably a big given. She'll probably want to check it out. So, I'll have to play. I, th- I think my comment was, what the fuck's with Sony and their obsession with fucking cats? There's there two multiple- kitty cat games in this one. <laughs> There was, Three yeah, there was multiple, cats. multiple cat games and then like Stray and all yeah. that. And it does. It looks absolutely silly. Um, you want Let's talk about a game that looks like it's going to suck absolute asshole. Foam Stars. This is coming <laughs> from Square. Uh, it, it is literally just... It's Splatoon. It's Splatoon with foam, which seems way more sexually... Like Splatoon has like fucking fanfic up the wazoo right this game looks like it is just sexually charged in nature we've got chicks in like crop tops with open jackets and buff dudes and like cat ears and everyone going ah and then just soaping each other up i'm like i guarantee you someone is pulling their dick to that trailer in that moment or have since that game looks absolutely fucking horrible and the, the literally the second i looked at it i'm like wow this games of a cert games mm-hmm. of the service is going to die almost instantly like it had the same sort of energy like Rumbleverse or that dodgeball one like like oh that's a cool principle but you are going to die yeah i guess it again it's one of those things that it depends on is you know is it a free-to-play game is how is it monetized it's actually play it's a square game and as we know square i've got super like wrist deep in um nfts and shit this this game's gonna be fucking gross (laughs) it's literally sexy splatoon no the marshall is correct it is it is slutty splatoon i'm I'm all down for sexy splatoon uh next (laughs) up this game looked fucking mentally good uh the plucky squire it's coming out this year it's from an australian studio which is exciting. So it kind of gave me this sort of like, you know, uh, a look of like, there's a show my kid used to watch called Pocchio, um, which is this cool little like um, European animated show voiced by Stephen Fry. Had a lot of Pocchio energy and very similar to say like Mario Odyssey. And I think Link, was it Link's Awakening? I'm not sure. Uh, as well as like the pedestrian, like it's just sort of this mix between flat 2d puzzles and then 3d puzzles and like the seamless transition between the two it looks awesome i'm gonna play living fuck out of it and i'm gonna thoroughly enjoy it the looks plucky, cool the plucky squire do it for you it did look all did right you have to, did, I, did, I, did you have to pull it up just so you could remember maybe that's fine <laughs> i didn't take notes like you did that's true. um no it, it was cool i liked i i liked it 
I like the I like the art style. New house and... makes weird noise, does it? Huh? No, no. I I think Ali's in the kitchen. Well, it's true. Your house is a lot more open plan than it was before. Yeah, I mean the kitchen's literally right there, yeah. up against this wall. So, I'm I'm where I'm recording now. I'm in the central center of the house. Mm-hmm. So, like, just to the right of me is like Hadley's room, bathroom. There you go. And then right there is the living room kitchen. I still don't know why you chose that area to be your studio space. Like, why didn't you make one of the fucking bedrooms and make that area like Hadley's play area? Because my fucking desk doesn't fit in the rooms. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Yeah. Mainly. And I, I guess I can say it now. We have a second kid on the way and I kind of need both the rooms now. That's true. Max has a second kid on the way. We can talk about it now. <laughs> the <end> yeah. <laughs> so fucking, the kid could live in the central living room. Why not? Well, it was funny. So when we first checked out this place, once we did our um, final walkthrough... We, we said to Hadley, we're like, which room do you want? And she fucking walked in here. She's like, this is Hadley's room. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, so, this, is, this is baby two. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm in here. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, now that you say that, because I forgot. <laughs> Next up was a game called Teardown, which is like a voxel sort of Minecrafty. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, sort of yeah. stylized. The one you that know. I've been calling Voxelcraft. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just fast and the voxelist. Like it's just hey, that's like the entire game mechanic is let's take a vehicle, strap some rockets to it, blow up a building. That seems to be the only gimmick for this entire fucking game, and it looks poo. Sounds like sounds like every Tears of the Kingdom video I've seen online. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks horrible. Um, next one. I didn't know what this was straight away. But if you go and watch the tr- like watch my live reactions, like you can see the second that I realize it and I shit myself. Uh, next up was the or Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. So it is a uh, it is the Metal Gear Solid Three remake we've been hearing about for literally ever. It look like it's a cinematic thing, and in the same way that I was like, well, we don't get too excited about fair games because it's a cinematic trailer. I have to put that rule into place here, even though I'm like, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Delta, woo! play it so fucking bad. I mean, they, they did come out and say, hey, we've got all the fucking voice actors reprising their roles. Like, it is a true mm. remake, which is cool. Yeah, which is exciting. And right now, we have no idea who's working on the title because in all the statements since, it's just been the development team. Like, Konami's name isn't on it. Understandably, Kojima's name isn't on it. Like, we didn't see anyone else. I, I did hear the name, like, Virtuous was working on it, possibly. Well, K- Kojima came out and made a statement along the lines of, um, Metal Gear Solid was never my game. Metal Gear Solid will survive as long as there are fans of the series. Which like, is totally it'll survive, true. It'll survive long after I'm gone. Yeah. Um, because he, yeah, he was kind of put into that role. And although he did it well, it wasn't his thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, the, cause you, we talked to discuss, like, I've obviously, I'm a big Metal Gear fan. I have yeah. been for the thousands of years. Um, I've played all of them, but the first one. Really? Well, yeah, isn't same. that advantageous? Because I got excited by Metal Gear Solid Delta, and then I was backed up with the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, where they're bringing the first games, one, two, and three. So number one, number two, uh, Sons of Liberty, and number three, uh, Snake Eater, are coming to your PS5 in the fall of this year. That's US fall, so like in our spring. So back quarter of the year. However... Well, 
These are the are original you, are you, games. There are no alterations. These are not remakes or remasters from my understanding. It's essentially the like the, the PlayStation Classics emulated version of one with the uh, fancy, you know, just the uh, back compat version of two and three that you'd see on the Xbox. However, it is not like the substance or the substance um, sort of extra fancy editions of the game either of two and three. Yeah. So that's a bit of a bum. So MGB puts in the chat, 3 was definitely a strange choice to remake, but hey, at least we're getting the collection. I believe 3 is chronologically the first Chronologically, game, it's the first one. And so technically here, we're not playing as Solid Snake, we're playing as Naked Snake or Big Boss. So it's kind of, it's the game that, if you've never jumped in it before, it's the one that sets up the rest. So one, very similar to like Pulp Fiction, and like fucking scattered ass timeline, like Metal Gear has had a really interesting chronological time where like, like one and then two but three takes place before one but five takes place between three and one yeah it's a it's it's a whole it's like fast and furious it's absolute chaos but so um, it makes sense why you would go three first and it has a lot of really cool interesting mechanics in it as well i want to throw out that the collection was announced earlier this week oh and also part one i should say a three in one game package Containing Metal Gear Solid 1, 2 Sons of Liberty, and 3 Snake Eater. Though Konami has teased that fans should, quote, stay tuned for more information. However, a PlayStation Store listing has kind of spoiled it, saying that Volume 1 lineup features the original titles beginning Metal Gear series, including Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. This essentially makes the package a modern console version oh. of the Metal Gear HD collection released on PS3 and 360. Well, I've never played the original, like, uh, Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid Snake because they're the ones that set it all up. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Mm. Like, I know that if you bought the Legacy Collection on PS3, it had the, them in there. Mm. But obviously, that's a tough one to come a, get a hold of these days. And plus, the you know, PS3. What I'm hoping, that because this is obviously part, you know, volume one, what I hope is Volume 2 gives us um, Metal Gear Solid uh, Peace Walker, Metal Gear Solid uh, Acid, as well as Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots, which is stuck on PS3 right now. So I hope that that comes across in some way and we can play all of them on our current gen consoles. God, I'm excited if that's so bad. Had no idea. What was the next on the list? Next up was Tears of I wrote Tears of Agrabah because I'm racist apparently. Um, no, I have no idea how to pronounce the other word, but it looked like yeah, it it it, it looked like Avatar meets Zelda meets I don't care. Can you, can you well, I can't even I can't even find it because I don't even know what the fuck the last one. Is. Just go to like go to push square and it's like is there a showcase list or something. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah, and there'll be like Metal Gear, Metal Gear Rising, um, or Metal Gear no, Rising, Rising and Revengeance was fucking terrible. No, it was fun. Yeah, no, they were shit. They had one cool mechanic, and they yeah, they like that. They just ran into the ground. But if, does that mean we also get Metal Gear Survive as well? The multiplayer uh, <laughs> what game service? No, the game's fucking boring. This next one, um, Final Fantasy sixteen Max. Yeah, like I said, it's it's no surprise it was there. The game still looks fucking cool. They they showed, I think, what was a new trailer. The game's out in, like, what, three weeks? Um, I'm keen. I've been keen for Thingo. Uh, apparently, rumor has it, this will be the last numbered Final <gasps> Fantasy game. 
Well, because yeah, apparently there was a bit of a, a bit of a you know scuttlebutt this week that they were like looking at taking away the numbering. Hmm. You know, that's all right. It look it looks fine. I, you know, it's one of those things where the I, I discussed this during the stream. Like stylistically, there are things about Final Fantasy that always look rad. Like watching like the kaiju fights here, like effort looking fucking boss. I'm like ooh, you look fantastic. But I know the second I play you, I will hate you. That's coming out June twenty yeah. second. June twenty. Yeah, I think it's already gone gold, hasn't it? Uh it has gone gold. So everything is just getting sorted. So one of the big claims they made over the last couple of weeks was uh, no day one patch. Yeah, apparently uh, it's so fucking polished, doesn't it? Day one patch, um, which is rad. So there might be bug fixes, but no like full-blown day one patch. And I think it may be in the hands of reviewers in the US, like very limited. Um, hopefully we're playing it soon. What what are, you, what are you mumbling about? I'm, I'm I'm reading the the showcase announcements, trying to work out what the fuck you've. Yeah, Towers of Agrabah. Towers of Agrabah. It's just look for towers because Agrabah is the name of the city in Aladdin, and I doubt that's the name of it. Are you talking about Tower of Fantasy? Nope, that comes is later. That, is that that anime weeb game? No, no, that comes later. Oh, is it Towers of of Agaspar? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that sounds more likely to be Towers of Acrobat, doesn't it? Massively racist. Oh, this is the one that looked like Tears of the Kingdom. This is yeah. the fucking Zelda one. Look like, look like, like fucking Zelda this meets Avatar meets I don't like it. Fucking PlayStation Zelda. I'm so keen for this. This uh, this this really excited me. It's coming out in what 2024, I think it was. Yeah. Um. Make, just, yeah, this looks this looks cool. Why didn't you like yeah, it? Yeah, just delay it. Fuck cares. Why do you hate fun things? <laughs> so farming in it. It's fucking Zelda. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there will be. I hope there better not be any weapon degradation in this piece of shit. Or a, it, you'd literally gather resources and build settlements. Like oh, yeah. I remember, I remember, I actually remember in the stream, I was like, this game fucking, but oh, I get to do settlement building. Okay. <laughs> I think that was the exact moment in my brain went, oh. Um, next up was Alan Wake 2. Oh, man. Coming Alan Wake from, 1. Coming from Remedy. Fucking good game. I need to go back and play it. Do you have the the the, the fancy? Yeah, yeah we, we got the we got the remastered edition to review. It's so, so thank good. You to the team. It's so good. I, I played it when it originally came out on fucking Xbox. That's mm. so good. Uh, American Nightmare wasn't so great. I might I might <laughs> play it this week. That might be my thing. Um, but this comes out October seventeenth or eleventh. My handwriting's disgusting. I think it's seventeenth. Yeah, I think didn't um, MGB put in the chat? Didn't expect Epic to publish it. Didn't Remedy and Epic uh, make it? Uh, like Epic, a I think up. Epic own Remedy now, I believe, because like there was some chats originally about like, oh, maybe you know PlayStation will buy Remedy, but I'm pretty sure Epic yeah. own them. And oh, what look. I do love though is like one of one of the cuts. You see the the, the creative director of the studio in there, so he's the same guy that they used the face model for for Max Payne. So to oh, see no, him they, in like high rendered in the in the trailer was very funny. There you go. Remedy has signed a deal with Epic Games to publish Remedy's next two unannounced video yeah, games, go. one of which are now announced. <laughs> Alan Wake Alan Control Wake. too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that game looks Makes mad. Good. Yep. He looks very much. I, I actually called it um, Alan Wick by accident. He's got, he's got some roughage. He's got some roughage. He's got a suit on, black suit, black shirt, black tie, typewriting. He's got amnesia. They killed his dog. They did kill his dog. It's brutal. 
Uh, next up was Arscreed Mirage. Mirage. Yeah. Nah. I think it's going back to its roots, isn't it? Yeah, October 12, 23. It looks like it's going sort of in that um, Jerusalem-y sort of energy from the first. Um, yeah. I think we're back to Al-Basim. Al-Basim? I think that was the character from the first one. <laughs> like 30 Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no idea. The next one was Reverend Hill, which I I didn't write anything more about it, so I forget what it's about. Fucking Reverend Hill. That's Grand Blue Fantasy. Mate, it would be really cool if these were in fucking order. Hey, that doesn't even... Oh, Revenant Hill. That's yeah, that one too. Not Reverend. Fuck. This is the cat game. Oh, yeah. So apparently you play, it's like a side scroll. It look, kind of look like Inside, but not. a very Coraline-ish. But, if you like the cult hit indie game Night in the Woods, then Revenant Hill should be on your radar. No, yeah, apparently same team. Yeah. Um, next up was Guardable Fantasy, which looked, I'm pretty sure this was the mech weeby one. You mean Grand Blue Fantasy? Yeah, my handwriting's disgusting. Grand Blue Fantasy, don't care. Crossed off my list. Whatever, don't care. Next up, Street Fighter Six. We saw a bit more of the sort of story trailer um, and sort of some of the characters. Cool. Next up was a game called Ultros, uh, which I uh, don't know what that is. So I don't care. Move it on. Then Tower of Fantasy, which was the super weeby mech game. It can suck my bum. <clears throat> oh, so Ultros was the game um, whose art style's Designed by the same guys, Hotline Miami. Oh, okay, that was pretty cool. Uh, then there was from Capcom was Dragon's Dogma 2. Now, weirdly, I always get Dragon's Dogma and Slay the Spire mixed up, even though they're totally fucking different games. Uh, Dragon's Dogma is uh, Monster Hunter, the RPG. Yep, the and, and Slay the Spire is a card game. Yep. So I'm just a, I'm just a dickhead. And the Salt and Sanctuary, I get that one mixed up too. Um, that, that one looks interesting. Looks cool. Um... Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2 is coming late really 2023. Weird. It'd be really weird to have a Sony showcase without a fucking Five Nights Which at Freddy's. Which is absolutely true. I'm not going to tell my son about it because he likes these the super uh, character horror games. Um, so this is coming to PS, uh, PlayStation and VR, which is exciting um, for those that care. And that, no that, that's when we transitioned into the PSVR 2 area where we saw Resident Evil 4 in the VR mode. It's currently in development, so no date on it. It looks to be the PS... Uh, sorry, the Resident Evil 4 uh, uh, remake. Very similar to Village. So it looks fantastic. I want to play five minutes. Probably want to vomit. So that's exciting. <clears throat> uh, Arizona Sunshine 2 looks cool. But once again... Wasn't, it, wasn't the first one like amazingly good? Yeah, apparently it was really good. It was on outdated tech. Yeah. But apparently, like, the problem that I had with Arizona Sunshine 2, none of that was gameplay. That was entirely cinematic. So I looked at this and went, none of this is real. Cool. It's just the guy playing the VR game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, you look at it and, like, the you way mean. you interact with the world is not is inorganic. It doesn't seem like gameplay. Um, next was Crossfire Sierra Squad. So one of those sort of squad-based, um, you know... Call of Duty VR. Call of Duty VR games. Uh, Synapse? Coming from End Dreams, July 4th. Uh, Beat Saber is out now. Free upgrade. And uh, thanks to them, I got a copyright strike on the live stream because they did some Queen. But free upgrade. Free upgrade's pretty sexual. That's pretty good. 
um, you, didn't, then, you didn't sing hard enough over the song. No, I tried really hard, but just, I, you could have you could have just fucking muted the stream. Yeah, for like, that would have made way more sense, wouldn't it? Forty-five seconds. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, next up was Bungie coming in with their return to what I didn't know at the time was an old IP uh, with Marathon. Do you know yeah. much about this, Max? Being the the Bungie, well, you guess more of a Destiny fan than a Bungie fan. Right? All I know is that there was a fucking ARG in the there was a um, QR code in the trailer oh, yeah. that led to an ARG <laughs> that apparently reveals thirty five pages of lore in a new video. For mm. the- <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I know little to nothing about this. Um, I believe it was back in like the nineties, the early nineties. Yeah, like early to mid nineties. There was some game I don't know. Much it, was about on, it. it was on. It was on the fucking Apple Mac, mm. so it clearly can't have been that good. But yeah, so it's gonna feel like a new IP because it's been so long. That's exciting. Yeah. Um. Then we get Destiny Two. We see what is to be their final. Uh, the final the ten years of Destiny Two have been supported. This looks to be their final big expansion. It's called the Final Shape. Uh, and we the get Nathan Fillion's return yeah. as Cade Six, which is fucking weird because Cade Six is dead. He's super dead. <laughs> and then he was replaced by Nolan North for a hot minute there too. So, yeah. so my theory is that like the last like four DLCs, we have been in a dream. Oh no, are they gonna like do that? That'd be weird. Because because the last raid was literally called Root of Nightmares. Like we've been killing our nightmares. And we're going to wake up and Kate's going to be alive. We've been sleeping this whole time. Uh, what, a, yeah. so, what a giant cop-out that's going to feel like. Yeah. Oh, horrible. The final shape is the pillow covering my face. Yeah, the final, <laughs> sh- <laughs> the final shape is your sleep paralysis demon in the doorway. I really uh, hope that's not the case. <laughs> no. Then we we saw Firewalk, right? So one of the most recent acquisition into the PlayStation First Party Studios. Uh, it's coming 2024. It's called Concord. It was as mm. a, a, once again a, a cinematic trailer, um, a CG trailer, like a lot of CG, very limited fucking gameplay in this tra- in this fucking conference, by the way. Um, yeah, it, it's it looks cool. Kind of another space game. So apparently Firewalker also wor- working on a PvE sort of live service game. PvE, PvP live service. So cool. But once again, it's not coming out for another year. So at least we know of one game that's coming past fucking Spider-Man. It looks cool, but there's nothing to pick from it. There's nothing to know. Uh, then we get a Gran Turismo trailer for some reason. Because like we had so much fucking just spare time. Then old Jimbo comes back out and he essentially confirms the what was the Q light, um, which is the the screen with the controller on it. A bit more information's come out about it. Is it, you know as we knew it's a streaming device. Apparently it has four hours of battery life. Oof. So it's literally just a, a PS controller ripped in half with a screen smacked in the middle of it. It aligns with like I remember some patterns we saw a number of years ago of a DualShock Four. It's a shitty switch. Yeah, it's a subpar switch, but with adaptive triggers. Then we saw the PlayStation earbuds as well, which I don't like earbuds, so not a thing for me, but the case is fucking pretty. Like, stylistically, it matches with everything, which is brilliant. Um, then finally, we get Spooderman 2! It closed out the show with a really long gameplay. Um, footage was great. At the start, I was like, is this Spooderman? I don't know. Is this is Spooderman? Spooderman? That's so, that's so craven. And then I went... Pretty like in my head, I'm like, that's Craven. 
I don't want to say anything. It's like a dickhead. And then someone in the <laughs> chat went, that's Craven. I went, oh, thank Christ, it's Craven. All right, cool. But yeah, so we see Craven. He's like bored of hunting people in whatever jungle he was in. So like, would you want to go like hunt, hunt, uh, uh, you know. Hunt in the concrete jungle. Hunt the concrete jungle. So they show a picture of like Manhattan and New York and we're like, here's Spider-Man, Miles Morales and, Li- and Lizard and fucking Vulture and... So he decides that it takes him six months to get there, but he gets there. He's like, I'm going to fucking murder a bunch of people. But then we also saw, we saw Miles, which was exciting. But then we also saw Symbiote Spider-Man. The, the Secret Wars black suit. Exciting. So we see a demeanor change in, in Peter Parker. You know, he's a lot more aggressive, a lot more sharp. Like even down to like his movesets really cool, a lot of weird technically things. Like he saves someone, but then just kind of throws him to the ground. He's like, you move. Just like doesn't like let them walk off. Like he just grabs him and just fucking face plants into the concrete. We saw a lizard who looks like a giant, like a modified Spinosaurus from Jurassic Park Three. I'm itching for that game though. It looks, looks good. I felt like the gameplay was like the the overall coverage was a little long. The they they did give a lot away but once again the last time when they did spider-man they gave a lot away too and we mm. still don't have a date it's still just fall 2023 soon yeah it's the answer is september or october mm. so what, what's your thoughts on the spoods i was already sold so it's <sighs> i mean i was already sold the first one the first two i guess now we can say um, with Miles Morales being this kind of secondary, um, <clears throat> smaller, smaller experience. They were tight. Um, more of the same. Mm. Like as long as it, as long as it plays as well as what it did, they can, they can do no wrong. Yeah. And like, it looks like they've added some, some traversal extras with like the wings from like Spider-Man. Tw- yeah. Was it? Spider-Man it, 20 something, 20, something. 20, 2042 or whatever Yeah, 2042. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, that from back in the day on cheese TV. Get, get them glider suits out and look apparently look- like the only reason they couldn't do that in the previous game was because of the the power of the ps4 was insufficient because the speed at which they need to you know because like going from spider-man uh, on ps4 to ps5 like you can feel like that speed being a much bigger thing as the game has to yeah. render the blocks but it looks like we're going to be getting outside of um manhattan as well like we'll be able to go in spider-man Unlimited. thank you mgv like we're able to go over into like jersey and like queens and sort of you know like the more suburban areas of new york the state outside of just new york the city that's pretty exciting i don't know how you're gonna like i do love in the trailer very similar to the amazing spider-man that just cranes conveniently where they needs to be so that so he can swing across the water. It's better than, it's better than the old school Spider-Man where you could just fucking web swing just, into the sky. And just, what did you hit? I don't know, a plane, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, it looks it looks fucking it looks so good. It looks great. I want to play it. Which that was already a given. It's one of those things. I guess that's not the only downside though, is that because I I want to play it anyway. Mm. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it didn't have that big impact at the end, like it should have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Crimson in the chat goes, I'm already chalking Spider-Man 2 as an easy game of the year contender. I do think the game of the year contender, the discussion will be between, between Tears of the Kingdom and Spider-Man. And I do think Tears of the Kingdom will win purely based on its uh, environmental sort of build. Its ability to make robot dongs that shoot fire. Yeah, yeah. Like that, robot dongs do tend to steal the deal for many people. <laughs> That's for this man. 
<laughs> but yeah, look, so th- we've been chatting for about an hour and a half at this time, about a roundabout. Like, do we really want to dive into these other parts of the news? Because they seem pretty long. Okay, look, I'll, I'll just quick summarize them. What if we just hold them off and do them next week? I mean, we can, but I can quick summarize them. They're like, they're not that big a big yeah, deal. Yeah, okay, rip through them. Okay, quick, quick so bitty them. Quick bitty them. Factions wasn't there, and basically, by the sound of it, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg uh, was releasing a article saying that uh, the development on Factions has slowed down and that a lot of the people that were working on Factions has been moved to a different IP inside of Naughty Dog. Uh, Naughty Dog released a statement saying, hey, we're not really happy with how it's tracking. We're still working on it. It's not cancelled, but we want to do it right. Um, hey, this game was announced four fucking years ago. Like, come on. Mm. All we want is what was Factions in the first game, but we want it to look prettier. Like, just give us the same game. I don't know about you. I think you were the one who wanted, like, what was it? The fucking Division of Factions? Yeah, man. I, I don't want that. I just want what Factions was, but I just wanted to fucking run real good and look real pretty. Uh, next up, Sony confirmed in their business segment meeting that they're aiming for at least two major PS5 titles every year from now on. Um, this is with their, like, 12 live service titles in production um, to be released by fiscal year 2025. Cool. Uh, and apparently Jim Ryan claims that they're doing some aggressive cloud gaming plans in the next few They kind of have to after the entire ABK fight was about cloud gaming. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, that, that not well, not too much. It's a shame that Factions wasn't there. See, yeah, a lot um, of those things sort of tie into the showcase. We'll touch upon a couple of things here as well. So as we discussed, like at the start, you know, like, oh, we feel that, you know, maybe the, maybe our expectations were too high. I disagree. The fact that they were so fucking quiet for the last two years, they created this excitement. They created this hype, right? They didn't set up expectations. And the only expectations we heard were blow your fucking balls off. So... I would argue that a lot of the problems with this showcase are the things of where's factions? Where's the possible Uncharted? Like, where is everything that would make you want to buy a PlayStation? Yeah, well, I was hoping to see what Corey Barlog was working on because he obviously didn't do Ragnarok. So what was he been doing? Like, I understand. I do appreciate their, like, we'll show you when we're ready. What, but like, what's Ben's doing? What's, what's, you know, there's they've got so many studios that we kind of still don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and I understand that there's a lot of stuff that may not be ready, but like, why? Why not say these are things we're working on? Like mm-hmm. we know, like we there are things that we know, right? And I could just, it's frustrating in that it like I I don't believe it's coming from a place of you know what it all referred to as the PS3 arrogance like like oh we can do whatever we want and it'll come out okay I don't think I certainly don't think it's that I certainly hope it's not that like I understand like is it them having to play their cards close to their chest because of the ABK deal is that why it's been taking so long but if this is what we have been building towards and it's this the fuck I mean, you know, they 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 claim to have twelve live service games in production. To We've be seen, released. we saw like, two. Well, we we saw two in this five, and we saw two of them. Yeah. Like, what's what's fucking Bluepoint been doing? Yeah. Since since Demon Souls, what have they been? Working it's been on? almost three years since Demon Souls. It's more than enough time to show something. Hmm. And we know it's not the Metal Gear remake because it's going cross-platform. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's it's once again it's yes it's expectation on our part as the, as the consumer as the viewer as the enthusiast press, but I'd also disagree, and in, in that there this is your showcase, 
Yeah. The idea of, oh, they've got some stuff they're going to show next week at the, at the, why? This is your moment. This is your fucking place. Why hold off for some other fucks conference, right? Like, yeah, so they could drone out Xbox in their thing. But it, if, you know, if Jim Ryan said about this more aggressive moves and they want their world, they want essentially want their world domination, this is not how you do it. You swing for the fucking fences. You give us 2016 PlayStation Showcase at E3, you where you where we got God War, where we got Horizon, where we got Days Gone, we got like Arkham VR, we've got so many fucking cool things back to back to back to back to back. No one had any left room in their pants because they just fucking filled it with like woman, man, they juices, right? Like the humidity in that room skyrocketed because of all the extra like hot, heavy breathing. That's what we need. And that is not what PlayStation are doing right now. And like, I appreciate them showing off these interesting sort of like gimmicky things. Like here's a controller thing. Like they're, they're offering enough sort of extra peripheral. It kind of adds to the overall boutique feel that is PlayStation branding and that, you know, it's, you know, it's all stylishly connected. It's very Apple right like apple has a bunch of fucking random little extras and shit that you really don't need but like the right suckers this guy will probably buy them right but it's, it is you know i i really despise the 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 overall secretive nature that is the games industry i, I don't know why it's got to be so fucking bullshit but i know that you know gamers um are just the worst people in the world so you, you know having them on on your bad side or you know the internet never forgets so like having showing something and then it getting cancelled that sort of stuff is is rough because you know especially as many like the movie industry as an example where like they announce things way in advance um but once again they don't they don't take five years to come together even though the, if we look at the mcu slate they've announced stuff that's coming out forever you know yeah but that's also is there, any, are there any complaints i've missed out on there max fill me in no, so just just to go off what you said about Marvel releasing their like announcing their shit so far in advance, that's also detrimental. Like I don't need to know shit that's coming like eight years in the future because all of that shit's going like up in the air. Like, <clears throat> yeah, look, like, and Grant like no, Bethesda I, did it with Elder Scrolls, and they've been annoyed ever since. Yeah, like a lot of people were like, "Where's Wolverine? Why would they show Wolverine when they have a game releasing this year? That's also a Marvel games? IP, yeah. Like, why would they cut their own lunch, essentially? Mm. Um, but yeah, a- again, they... they Until we know what's happening with this ABK stuff and how much Sony's being quiet because of that, um, it'll be interesting to see. I do expect to see some big things at opening at Summer Games first because I have a feeling that there's just going to be more viewers that way. They're going to hit a bigger crowd watching. But why? You talk more. to your crowd. Yeah, but if your idea is dominance, you don't want to just talk to the people who are already in your ecosystem. You want to fucking win over the people that aren't right. yet. True. Yeah, one and more but what we got was fine yeah, it was fine it wasn't it wasn't a horrible showcase it was fine <laughs> once again it was look, like it was like a fucking phase four marvel movie it was oh, okay no, but that's like the <laughs> shitty ones it's the dlc to the main campaign because the main campaign <laughs> finished with thanos 
All right, let's get into the games that are coming out in the next week. Uh, on the 30th of May, we get Company of Heroes 3 on your PS5, Everdream Valley on your PS5 and your PS4. That sounds like a farming game. Uh, Far, uh, Far World Pioneers, PS5, PS4. Kind of sounds like a farming game. The Caligula Effect Overdose, PS5. 31st of May, we get Gunfire Reborn, PS5. Laser Pitium, PS5, PS4. Undead Horde 2, Necropolis, PS5, PS4. The 1st of June, we get Homebody, PS5, PS4. Killer Frequency, PS5, PS4, Skatebird coming to PS4. Uh, 2nd of June, EA Sports, Super Mega Baseball, PS5, PS4. Shantae, PS5, PS4. Uh, Street Fighter 6, PS5, PS4. And We Love Katamari Reroll Plus, Royal Reverie on PS5. (laughs) Shantae. Shantae. Well, if your name's Shantae, you don't say it as, hey, I'm Shantae. Like, you add flair to that name. That is a flair name. Enchante. Uh, Welcome to the stage, Shantae. (laughs) Anyways, thank you very much for joining us this week. We went way longer on the fucking uh, showcase than I expected us to. I didn't. I expected this to be a long one. It was good. Which is why I did fuck fuck all for the news. Yeah. Well, let us know what your thoughts are on the showcase in the comments below or hit us up on our social medias. We'd be more than happy to chat. Um, but yeah, it's all good. But yeah, as we appreciate everyone t- coming and taking the time to watch the show live as you can over on Twitch or listen to it on your po- or wherever you happen to listen to our show. We do appreciate each and every one of you. As I said, we understand that we have a, you know, we have a very small pool of vocal individuals that happily watch our show. Um, like I got a lovely Instagram message as well from someone being like, Hey man, like when you come to Sydney, why don't you just put the pop C account on my console? You can play at my house. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's actually really funny. Like you actually made me truck a little bit. I've got, I totally forgot to reply. So shout out to that dude. Um, (laughs) whose name escapes me, but you know, like we do have a very small, like sort of, you know, vocal fan base, but I look at those numbers. I know that there's a lot more people. We don't have thousands and thousands and thousands, but like we do have a good hunk of downloads each and every week. So we appreciate those that do tend to listen to the show without reaching out. We know we love you and we appreciate you. Um, and the same as those that do come in and get all chatty as well. All right, Max, Twitch got to do. All right, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the Bob Colts Week. Watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast service, sure to give us a five star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash subcultures, as well as I mentioned, I still popcorn.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other sorted shit without logos on it. But until next week, we episode 300 and we're doing absolutely nothing for it. Naked stream. Ooh. Hot top stream. I could totally fit a pool in here. Oh, hot damn. With that gigabit internet, we would upload that uh, in full HD 8K. You, 8k you and my boobies in a in a in a pool hot actually i might do like an open q a show i'll po- post it up early episode 300 who wants to throw us some questions but until then Sounds like fun. i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper and that was for the players you <laughs> oh it's a playstation we should go meow
because they just love fucking oh. kitty cats. Oh, fuck that shit.